1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome to Friday Night Football, the Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. And the kickoff goes to the Snyder Panthers. The return right between the hash marks, middle of the field, brought all the way across the 30 to about the 33-yard line. It's going to be first and 10 for Snyder. Luke Hoppert will line them up at quarterback. In the backfield, Tyrese Brown, he's going to be the primary ball carrier. Receivers include tight end Carter Wortman. Along with Kamari Juarez. Juarez, a pretty dangerous guy once he gets his hands on the ball. He's caught 29 passes this year for 364 yards. Also, Jordan Lee at a wideout, and they go trips to the left. Single back, and it is the give to Tyrese Brown, and he runs into a wall right in the middle of the field, and he goes down. And that is going to be measured as a loss of a yard on the play. Mark it back to the 32, where it is second down and 11. Yeah, three Bishop Lures kids were in on the tackle that time and got great penetration. Actually back at the 31, where it is second down, 11 to go for the Panthers. Man in motion across the formation, and they will give it again to the running back, and again hit at the line of scrimmage. No gain at all. And right now, Tyrese Brown just not getting any acceleration there. You know, when you get between the 25 and the 25, yeah. between the hash marks, that's going to be the most worn part of this field, and that's where Snyder has it right now. The ball centered at the 30-yard line after another loss of about a half yard. So it's third down and 12. And it's going to be a pass out to the wideout. It's caught by uh, Juarez, and he will take it for minimal yardage, maybe seven yards, but that leaves him well short of the first down. And a three and out for the Snyder Panthers on the first possession of the night. And Bishop Lewers is going to get a punt. Yeah. From Snyder. Great play by Nick Thompson. Let him throw the ball underneath, came up and wrapped up, and lures with a big three and out here. Fourth down, about five to go at their own 37-yard line. There's the snap. It's good. On a wet night, you never know. Low line drive kick. It's going to take a bounce at about the 35, and eventually it'll roll dead. Somewhere near the 34-yard line. Yard line's very hard to see. Yeah. Of course, those that were painted have kind of been worn down or worn off. So we'll do our best to kind of give you a spot on the field. Here comes the Bishop Lewers offense, led by Carson Clark in the backfield. They've got Sir Hale. He's 5'7", 155. The senior running back has a chance to go over 1,000 yards tonight. He's got 919 on the year. And They'll line up with Antoine Lake wide one side, Brody Glenn wide to the other, Jaden Hill the tight end. Bishop Lewers, all black uniforms. They've got white numbers, black helmets. And they'll line up with two receivers split out each side. Man in motion left to right in the backfield. Clark will fake the screen, and then he'll take off on a keeper. He's going to take it out to the left side and be wrapped up. Short gain of a couple yards for Carson Clark. 
Well, they tried to space out that Snyder defense, Shannon, and see if they could get a gap for the senior quarterback. Not a lot there, and it's tough when you're trying to sprint and tiptoe at the same time. <laughs> yeah, and keep your footing underneath it, but he could be a big factor tonight, especially with the field conditions. Not known to run a lot, but he could become a kid that runs a lot tonight. Ball on the left, hash trips to the right. Single back is Hale, and it will be a handoff to Sir Hale. Up the middle, runs into a wall as he gets out to about the 30-yard line. So that will be a gain. Trying to get the measurements and the yard lines here. That's the toughest part we've got to deal with tonight, Shannon. Yeah, it's on the 30. It's four yards short of the stick. We'll call it third and four from the 30-yard line. Snyder's white jerseys are not going to be white either too long. Drop back. Clark in the pocket. Has time. Throws it deep over the middle. And Hill catch. goes up and makes the catch. Jaden Hill, the tight end, crossing midfield at the Panthers 45. That's going to be a 25-yard gain. And another beautiful ball dropped in by Carson Clark just over the defender. And the tight end goes up and gets it for a big play and a third down conversion. Going to a hurry up here. Something Lures has been so good at this year. Quick drop, throw over the middle, and some miscommunication. Someone checked up on their route, and Clark throws it incomplete. Second down and 10 at the Snyder 45-yard line for Lures. Scoreless first quarter, 8.40 on the clock. Yeah, I like the fact that they try to come up and get their play going and not let Snyder have a great chance to set their defense. So second and 10 from the Snyder 45, Bishop Lewers center between the hash marks. Carson Clark will work right from the Bishop Lewers logo at midfield. He's five yards deep in the gun. Man in motion from the wing left to the backfield, and they'll give it to Hale, bouncing it out to the left. Hale gets the edge, and Hale will rumble for about 10 or 11 yards for a first down. He'll get to the 35-yard line. First down, Bishop Lures. Nice run there by Hale and a good job by the offensive line. Really capturing the edge there on Snyder's defense. Hale's so quick that he can get on a defense real quick. First and 10 from the Snyder. 34-yard line is just inside the 35. Shotgun snap, drop Clark looking to throw from the pocket, fires oh, over snapped. the middle, just overshot his man. Once again, looking for Jaden Hill, the tight end. Pass was incomplete, pretty well covered, yeah. but the pass too high for Hill to have any chance at it. So, And he really slipped in that area where it's kind of, you know, really worn pretty well there. And, had him there for a second. So it is now second down and 10, just inside Snyder's 35-yard line. Ball is on the left hash, shotgun snap, play action, quick throw to the wide receiver, and it's a little wide of his intended target out on the far sideline, Antoine Lake. Trying to go with that quick screen out there to get the ball out of Clark's hands quick, let the athletes run in space, especially on a slippery field tonight because these corners have to play a little bit deeper than they normally would because of the footing. Big third down in what might be four down territory. They're at Snyder's. Well, they got the ball now at the 35 where it is third down and 10 from the left hash. Clark 
with Hale over his left shoulder and a drop back from the pocket. Time for Clark. Time for Clark. But here comes the rush, and they finally get him and sack him. Back at the 38-yard line, a loss of three. That's a cover sack because Clark had all day in the pocket and could not find a receiver open. And it results in a sack for the Snyder Panthers. About a four-yard loss. They'll sit this at the 39-yard line. And the Bishop Lewers Knights now are going to have to punt the football. Yeah, Snyder just, just a standard four-man rush, play coverage in behind, and they got to him pretty uh, Pretty good with the coverage, uh, like you said, being a coverage sack. But that was a big play because it really kind of took him out of the decision of potentially going for it on fourth down now that it's fourth and 14. 7.26 remaining in the opening quarter. We're scoreless. Snyder went three and out, punted the ball to Lures. Lures did get a first down on a big play. The pass over the middle from Carson Clark to Jaden Hill, but then the draw, the drive stalls, and now here's the punt. High hanging kick. Almost gets higher than the lights. You could just about lose the football, and it will bounce inside the 10-yard line and be downed. And I think that is somewhere in the vicinity of the five-yard line. So it is going to be Snyder's offense taking the field for the second time. And they will start pin deep in their own end. Yeah, Again, there's no no chance of us being able to tell the exact yard line. It, it is about the nine, I believe, is where they marked it. Uh, I don't I don't know if it's that far out. Okay. <laughs> Scoreboard's got eight, so we'll okay. go with them. They're used to the field. We'll call it the eight-yard line. First and ten for the Panthers. Hopper will line up in the gun. Tyrese Brown in the uh, backfield, and there's movement, and I think Lures actually jumped the neutral zone, so it's going to be five yards against the Bishop Lures Knights on an encroachment penalty, and that really helps. You get pinned deep in your own end, and anything you can do to get out of that shadow of your own goal line and that time five free yards so it's first and five now for Snyder with the ball out near the 13. Here's the handoff. Tyrese Brown tries to follow left tackle and then turns it toward the middle where he gets close to the 15. A couple of yards for Tyrese Brown. Maybe the 16 on the carry so it's going to be a second down and two to go. Snyder, black pants, white jerseys, black numbers, yellow trim. They're wearing black helmets. Snyder, who lost early in the year to the Carroll Chargers by just one point. Here's a rollout left. Oh, a throw. A oh. It's behind his man. He tried to spin and make the catch. That was Juarez trying to make an acrobatic catch on a ball behind him, but he couldn't hang on. And uh, all he gets as a reward for that effort is a dirty jersey. As <laughs> the mud starting to settle in here on the natural grass surface at Bishop Lewers. Snyder now facing third down and two from their own. 
13-yard line. Yeah, that was a good play by their linebacker. 15-yard line. Shotgun, handoff, running back Tyrese Brown. He'll have first down yardage. Good blocking on the right side of that Snyder line across the 20 out to the 22-yard line. Tyrese Brown with about seven yards and a first down for the Panthers. Now with a little room to operate. Yeah, they got a little bit better push there up front. You know, these linemen are also trying to gauge the turf and getting their footing, too. So it's going to take them a little bit, but uh, that time they got it. First and 10, Panthers handoff Tyrese Brown, wrapped up in the backfield, but he gets out of it and brings it now to the left side. At the numbers, he cuts it upfield. He's being swung around by the jersey out near the 30-yard line and finally gets wrestled to the turf, but not before he gains almost eight yards. They took away the middle that time, and Tyrese Brown, with great vision, bounced it out to the left and turned it into a very positive play. Yeah, they went with their counter play that they run pretty well. Lures got it to bounce, and, you know, the backers just didn't get over the top of it. And he got a big game there, but they also got numbers at the at the point of the tackle, which helped a lot. Second down. We'll call it two to go. The ball is at Snyder's own 30-yard line. Drop back. Hopper to throw. Near sideline, and it went right through Jordan Lee's hands incomplete. Boy, if he catches that, the DB actually played it wrong and slipped. And he would have turned, and there would have been nobody around him. Not sure if it's a wet football, but it kind of just went right through the hands of the six foot 163-pound junior receiver for the Panthers. Now it's third down and two. From the left hash, lone back is Tyrese Brown. High snap, but the give to Brown. Brown through the hole. We'll have a first down diving out close to the 35-yard line. A five-yard pickup for Tyrese Brown, and that's the second. With 5.20 remaining in our opening quarter, we're scoreless between the number one-ranked team in Class 2A, the Bishop Lures Knights, and the Snyder Panthers. Yeah, Lures actually had a chance to get Brown down in the backfield and missed the tackle. Now the ball sits to the left hash. Extra back of the backfield to provide a lead blocker. They'll give to Brown. Brown pulls away from a tackle. He's across the 45, across the 50. Still rumbling inside Lures' 45-yard line to the 44. There's a flag back at the line of scrimmage. Coming back, the big gain for Tyrese Brown of over 20 yards. He took that one 21 yards, but it's all for naught as this one comes back. A holding penalty against the Snyder offensive line. That was a first down play, so this is a huge, huge uh, penalty on first down. And one thing I'm noticing with Tyrese Brown is he has a, t a tendency to want to take too many cuts. On a night like this, you've got to take your cut and go. You don't have time with the slippery surface to make a lot of uh, other cuts because ultimately you're going to end up slipping and losing your footing. Luke Hopper, junior quarterback, lines up his team for the left hash after the march off. It's now first down and 20. And Hopper quickly on a quick bubble screen. It's caught and taken upfield for maybe three or four yards. Not a whole lot there. Snyder just trying to chunk away at this and see if they can get to a third down and manageable, but that won't help them a whole lot. Only a couple of yards on that play. It's second down, about 18 to go. Yeah. And again, a good defense. 
defensive play. They kept him in front of him and, and then came up with good leverage on the football, but ultimately made the stop when they needed to. 4.20, clock runs, first quarter scoreless between Snyder and Lures. Panthers drop back, quarterback draw. Here goes Hoppert, Hoppert across the 35, 40, 45, still on his feet as he breaks a tackle. He's down the far sideline, 30, 25, and finally chased out of bounds. We'll see where they say stepped out. They may bring it all the way back out here to outside the 30-yard line. I think he stepped out somewhere near the 32, but Luke Hopper got a chance to get into some open field down that far sideline and show off his speed. Yeah, and a great decision there. Basically turned into a quarterback draw, and he has some decent speed, did a great job, found his lane, and took off and made a nice cut about the midfield area and broke a tackle. Humpert has averaged four and a half yards a carry this year, just 170 yards on 38 carries. Handoff goes to Brown. Again, breaking through tackles, Tyrese Brown rumbles for about a five-yard gain, maybe even a six or seven yard pickup that time really again there's there's no chance of really telling the yard markers here we can't even see the numbers that are painted on the field because they're painted so close to the sideline and on top of that lures with all black jerseys it's kind of hard to get the numbers of the men making the tackle so this will be somewhere near the 24 yard line second down three quick wide receiver pass and incomplete yeah, that kind of went through, I think it was Juarez's uh, hands on that one. That's two balls that have been thrown to wideouts that have gone right through their hands. Maybe they didn't practice the wet ball <laughs> drill at, at Snyder this week. So third down, three to go. Snyder sitting just outside the red zone near their, the uh, Lures 24. They'll try to go with Brown. Brown takes it off right tackle, and he'll cut it upfield along the numbers and take it for first down yardage and a good game for Tyrese Brown. Yeah, the way they're running that, they're getting an extra blocker because they've got the fullback there, and then they're pulling the backside guard and tackle. So it's a counter play, but they're getting numbers at the point of attack. Try to sort this out and figure out the exact yard line. <laughs> I think they're calling it the 14, maybe. So we'll stick with the 14-yard line. First and 10, Snyder. They have taken this ball from their own 8-yard line, advanced it to the Lures 14. And they'll fake it to Brown. Keeper Hopper. And Hopper gets tackled after a short gain to maybe the 11 or 12. So we'll give him a couple of yards. It's going to be second down and eight. Two and a half minutes remaining in the opening quarter. A long drive for the Panthers in a scoreless game. Should be a statement for Snyder if they can keep a long time of possession and finish this, yeah, this is by going in front. Play 15. And the give to Tyrese Brown. Follows the right side of his line. He's inside the 10. Getting it close to the 7. So it's a about a 5-yard pickup. Third down and 3 at about the seven-yard line, so they'll keep it on the right hash. be an interesting decision if Snyder comes up short here. Again, two tight ends set, and it will be the give to Brown up the middle. Big gap! 
Brown takes it seven yards, touchdown. Great blocking up front for the Snyder Panthers to create a seam for Tyrese Brown, who took it almost untouched, seven yards, and Snyder the early lead. Well, just power football that entire drive, and a typical Snyder drive, 16 plays. Minute 38 remains in the opening quarter, and now the extra point attempt for Brian Peterson. Try to make it a 7-0 game. A 92-yard drive for the Snyder Panthers. Puts Lures in a 7-0 hole. Well, the kick is up and good, barely. So it is a 7-0 game. Just over a minute and a half left here in the first quarter. Snyder has the lead. Lures will get the kickoff when we come back. It's the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Pizza your way with the $10 case maker only at Pizza Hut. Get a large pizza that you can customize with up to three of your favorite toppings for just 10 bucks. Craving bacon, sausage, green pepper, 10 bucks. Ham and pineapple, 10 bucks. Pepperoni, mushroom, and more pepperoni. We like your style. And yeah, that's just 10 bucks too. The $10 Tastemaker, only from Pizza Hut. Your pizza, your way. Pair the $10 Tastemaker with an all-you-can-eat salad bar. Now open at Pizza Hut. No one out pizzas the hut. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by... Alliance Exteriors. Big drive for the Snyder Panthers. Put Snyder in front. 7-0 late first quarter here at Bishop Lewers. I am Brett Rupp along with Shannon Griffith. Snyder now will kick off and Bishop Lewers will look for the answer. Well, you got pretty much what you expected, that drive out of Snyder. Yeah, limited passes just to keep the defense honest, but a lot of Tyrese Brown, and he delivered. Yeah, with their and their power blocking, they're just getting numbers on them and doing a good job. Here is the kick. It's a high kick, but not deep. It goes to the far sideline and actually goes out of bounds. So now Kyle Lindsey will have the option of taking this ball at the 35 or making Snyder re-kick it, and it looks like Kyle Kyle Lindsay is happy with the 35-yard line for starting field position. So the Bishop Lures Knights come on, trailing at seven to nothing. Carson Clark, the senior quarterback, completing 69% of his passes and has thrown for over 2,000 yards this season. The impressive number, 27 touchdowns, just four interceptions. Yeah, he's had a phenomenal, phenomenal year, 70%. My goodness. From the left hash, spreading out the formation, putting three receivers to the wide side right, a single back, Sir Hale to the left side of Carson Clark. Clark takes the shotgun snap, drops in the pocket, will throw, and he has Hale over on the far side. It's caught across the 40 and then hit and stopped forward progress at about the 41-yard line. So that's a six-yard gain. It's going to be second down and four. That was a good scheme there. They really got a high-low on the corner, and the linebacker just kind of let Hale open out in the flat, and it was a gimme throw. 
Still on the left hash. Second down four. And they'll give it to Sir Hale up the middle. Nice hole, Sir Hale. He's across the 45, trying to push the pile close to midfield. Comes up short at his own 48. But those seven yards will be enough to move the chains and make it a first down for Bishop Lures as the clock runs late here in the first quarter, the final minute of quarter number one. Snyder leads it seven to nothing. Lures looking for the answer from the left hash. Two receivers each side and a drop for Clark in the pocket. Sets the foot. Now he's going to start to run up the middle of the field. He crosses the 50 and spins as he gets hit to the 47 of Snyder. So a five-yard gain on the quarterback keeper by Carson Clark. Not a design play, but Clark, when he planted that back foot, did not see a receiver open. So without hesitation, he just scrambled up the middle and got five yards, making a second down and five. Yeah, a nice tackle by Moon, who came up and made a good wrap-up. and But a good play there for Lures as well. Last seven seconds of the quarter. It'll be the final play, and it's a give up the middle to Sir Hale. He fires inside the 45 and hit at the 43, just shy of the first down. It's going to bring up a third and short, but it's also going to bring up the end of the first quarter here at Lures Field. It's the Snyder Panthers leading it over the Bishop Lures night. 7-0 high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Let's send it back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Scoreboard watchers tonight might be interested in the fact that Carroll has taken a 3 to nothing lead over the Wayne Generals on the other side of town. Here we start our second quarter. The Snyder Panthers lead it 7 nothing over Bishop Lures. Knights facing a third down, about a yard and a half. They're at the Snyder 43. Handoff up the middle. Sir Hale, first down. He gets it to the 40, maybe the 41, but that easily gets... Lures enough to move the chains, and this drive will continue. And what we haven't been able to see is either team do a whole lot in the passing game. It's all on the ground right now, Shannon. Yeah, it's really the conditions that really forced that, uh, other than the short passing game uh, tonight. And we're watching two of the area best running backs. 
First and 10 at Snyder's 41. Lures looking to answer the Snyder score. Movement at the line of scrimmage. Pre-snap, no flag. Long count for Carson Clark. He'll drop back. Here comes a blitz from the corner. Clark got wrapped up, lost the football. No, it's incomplete. They say it's an incomplete pass that his arm was going forward. And so it will bring up a second down and 10. Maybe a little bit of a break. Not much of an argument from Snyder's side. But the ball was kind of knocked free. Well, Coach Tittman is uh, letting the linesman over there know that uh, he wasn't too happy, but that was one of those bang-bang plays and uh, had to make a quick decision by the official, which he did. 11:25 left second quarter, second down and 10 at the 41-yard line. Handoff. Here comes Hale up the middle, and he is hit at the 40. A short gain and push backwards, and what penetration coming from the Snyder defensive front, where you've got Quincy Myatt, Austin Ganaway up front, or correction, Caden uh, Hurst and Jacob Stetka up front. Yeah, those three kids have done a pretty decent job of getting some penetration. It is third down and nine for Bishop Lures. Could be four down territory as they've got the ball at the Snyder 40. Carson Clark with two receivers each side, drops back, throws. He will take it to the 35 and then a gang tackle after a five-yard pickup. Now, that's not necessarily a bad play for Lures because it does give him an opportunity here to go for it on fourth down and about four to go. Yeah, they got themselves into a manageable third down or fourth down here. 35-yard line, fourth and four. Lures will go for it. They're on the left hash. Two receivers to the right, one receiver to the left. Long count, and then Clark steps back, looks to the sideline. They wanted to see what Snyder was going to do with the alignment. That's one of the advantages of the no huddle. You can see the defense and then recall the play. Now Clark lines it up, and we end up with a timeout anyway. Bishop Lewers had to call timeout maybe too long to decide what to do against that Snyder defense. So on fourth and four, Bishop Lewers takes a timeout. We've got 9.55 remaining in the second quarter. 7-0 Snyder leads high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The PSM Performance Edge program is here to help athletes reach the next level. It's a high-intensity, personalized training program tailored around your athletic schedule for athletes who want to be the best. In season or out of season, the Edge program is designed around you. Whether you're making the jump to high school athletics or have dreams of playing your sport in college and beyond, the Edge is the athletic development program to get you there. Call us at 260-266-4007 to schedule your free one-on-one -on -one consultation and become more with the Edge. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM, the Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. With Shannon Griffith, I am Brett Rump. We've got John Graham as our studio producer tonight, and it's a fourth down and four for the Bishop Lewers Knights, who trail Snyder 7 to nothing, 9.55 to play in the second quarter. Bishop Lewers lined up to go for it from Snyder's 40-yard line. Teams come back from the timeout. Lewers. 
players right to left wearing the black jerseys, black pants, black helmets, white numbers, but they're not white anymore for most of them. Shotgun snap, Clark dropping. He's going to throw for it over the middle and incomplete. Didn't really have anyone open. It bounced off a Snyder defender, and it ends up being an incomplete pass, turning it over on downs to Snyder with the Panthers already leading it 7 to nothing. Yeah, they were trying to get it to Brody Glenn there, ran a curl route, but Snyder was in that cover too, and when they look at this tomorrow, if Clark takes off and runs, he's going to get the first down plus probably another 10 yards. It was there for him to take it and run it. So Snyder takes over at their own 35-yard line, first and 10, leading at 7-0 over the 8-0, number one ranked Bishop Lewers Knights. Give to the running back and a quick pileup right at the line of scrimmage. There's not much there. Trying to see if it's Tyrese Brown or Langston Lavelle. This is the point in the game where a lot of times we see a quick series with Lavelle, but it's still Tyrese Brown. Yeah, that was, by the jersey. That was kind of a mishandled snap, and he almost fumbled it to get enough handoff. Second down, 10, play action, quick throw over on the far sideline, caught by the tight end. I think that might be Ferks who made the catch. He took it to the far sideline out to about the 45. That's going to be very close to a first down. Comes down to the spot, and we'll have to see. Our officials are going to take a look at it, try to determine whether or not he got it to the stick to gain, the yard to gain. And they say first down. First down. So the chains will move a first down. He went out of bounds right where the sticks are placed, so didn't have far to look at it. And uh, James Craig, our lead official, our referee, made the signal. And so it's first and 10 for Snyder at their own 45-yard line. Shotgun from the left hash. Give up the middle to Tyrese Brown. He stumbles as he goes through the hole and falls at about the 47-yard line. Maybe the 48. Short gain, three yards for Tyrese Brown. Second down and seven. Boy, I tell you, if he doesn't get tripped up there, he's going to have a little bit more running room. Second and uh, seven now. Eight and a half minutes remain before halftime. Snyder, a 7-0 lead. And another give for Brown, bouncing it out to the right. He's got some space. He's got first down yardage. He's inside the Lures 45 and finally stacked up near the 42-yard line after about a 10-yard gain. And that's... Uh, you know, that's what Tyrese Brown's good at. You talk about the the multiple cuts left and right, but that time he only made one cut. Hit the hole. It got closed up. He immediately bounced to the right and found space going off his right end. Yeah, no question. And he's, a, you know, big back. Play action. Hopper dumps it off. Tight end again. Ferks with another catch. Taking it to the far side. And the same play works a second time to Lincoln Ferks. And it's a first down after about a 15, 16-yard pickup. They'll put the ball at the 28-yard line. Yeah, they, you know, they get the run game going. The play action for them is going to be 
a game that they can really work and it gets those linebackers in a bad position just like you said it was a just a quick out of his hand in the flat and a give up the middle Tyrese Brown nice gap Brown breaks away he's got open real estate he's got six taking it all the way 28 yards Tyrese Brown extends the Snyder Panthers lead Boy, was that just a quick run. He hit the hole, and next thing you know, he was in the secondary. Cannot stop Tyrese Brown with arms, and they tried to grab him, and he ran right through a couple of arm tackles, and once he got to the past the second level, there was nobody for lures in the picture. They stacked the box, and when you do that, only takes about five yards of running, and you've got yeah. open field, and Tyrese Brown wins the sprint, 28 yards for a touchdown, and now here's the extra point. It's up and good, and with 8.05 remaining in the second quarter. Snyder's extended their lead to 14 to nothing over the Bishop Lures Knights. You're listening to High School Football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. Now back to high school football, the Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors on Fort Wayne Sports Station. Snyder up 14 to nothing over unbeaten Bishop Lures, trying to hold on to that number one ranking in 2A. And you know, this is one of those things that you have to get over the disappointment, but ultimately. Bishop Lures has a good chance to share an SAC title. No one wants to let someone else in on their little celebration, but uh, but if Lures is able to get a share and go into the tournament next week as a favorite in 2A, Here's the kick, and it's a deep kick, and it will go into oh. the end zone. It almost looked like he went into the end zone after the catch, but they're going to allow him to bring it out from the goal line, and not much there. Out to about the 14-yard line. I think it was a Dorian Rogers who had the return, and he ended up getting caught at the 14. So good coverage by Snyder Panthers special teams, and now Lures with a long way to go, down by two scores with seven. 50 to play in the first half. Yeah, it was a nice kick. And uh, he almost slipped there on the one-yard line, but uh, good coverage, like you said. A lot of guys to the football, and now they're starting at the 14. First and 10 for Bishop Lures. They start at their own 14-yard line. Carson Clark, the senior quarterback, left-hander, sends two receivers left, one to the right. Sir Hale in the backfield, and it will be Hale with the handoff, trying to push and play power football. He'll cross the 15 and get out to the 17 after gaining three yards. You know, for Sir Hale, he runs a lot between the tackles, Shannon, for yep. a guy that's 5'7 and 
155 pounds. Yeah, he's a tough runner. I love the way that the, he runs the football because he takes off and goes. The, the question here tonight is, can Snyder's front seven be the ones that defend the box well enough and keep him in check? Second down, seven from the 17. Two receivers split each side, spreading the formation and the give up the middle to Sir Hale, and he'll stumble to the line of scrimmage, or correction, he'll stumble out across the 20 to the 22. So that's a five-yard gain for Sir Hale. So it's going to bring up a third down and about three to go. They'll say he's at the 21-yard line. He needs the 24 for the first down from the 21, third down, two and a half to go. Lewis desperately needs to get this first down here and convert on the third down play. Shotgun snap and a give up the middle. They trust Sir Hale with the power running between the tackles, and he takes it for first down yardage, crossing the 25 to the 26. Yeah, well, that's, that's a lot of faith because you're giving up a lot of pounds right in the heart of that defense, Shannon, and, yeah. and Sir Hale just goes and gets it for you. Yeah, well, that's the trust that they have in him because they know that he's going to take that ball and get it north and south, and he does it very well for a guy that's undersized. First and 10 for Lures. They've got just over six minutes left before halftime. They trail it 14 to nothing. Carson Clark calls out the signals. He's got... Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Single back, Sir Hale. He shifts him from the left side to the right side. And now play action. They'll go with the wide receiver screen. It's caught at the line of scrimmage. But here comes the pursuit for Snyder, and there's no running room. Maybe a yard will be the result of the play. But Snyder got there in a hurry, and Lures never did get that play really set up. You know, when you got two wide receivers setting blocks, and they don't get the blocks really set to get that wide receiver off and running down that sideline kind of blows the play up. Yeah, well, and then the other one that blows the play off was Moon because he came out of nowhere, and he was the one that made the first initial hit, and he's in the middle of the field. So nice play there, and second and nine here for Lures. One-yard gain, and it's second down and nine. Shotgun for Carson Clark. Two receivers each side. Drop back and a roll for Clark. Here comes pressure. He throws sideline, and it's caught Antoine Lake. Toe-tapping out at the 35-yard line. That'll be an eight-yard gain. It's going to be a yard short of the first down. But with about five minutes left to go here in the first half, it's a big catch by Antoine Lake on the sideline on that rollout left by Carson Clark. Yeah, Snyder's, their front six, they're showing a lot of different looks. That time they brought the edge blitzer. He almost got home. Fortunately, Lures rolled the pocket in a nice catch by Lake, but we're still third and one here. Third down one from their own 35-yard line. And they will throw it quickly to the wide receiver. Lake got a block down the sideline. Lake will cross the 45-yard line and get first down yardage on about a 10-yard gain. Well, they've been going to that handoff up the middle time and time again. And that time they faked it and then threw it to the wide receiver. And now we might have a flag over here on the near sideline. Yeah, I think they're going to get Snyder here on that one, number seven. No, they pointed. 
unsportsmanlike. Oh, you got offsetting oh, penalties wow. called on each side. <laughs> so uh, that will it happen after the play, which means the play stands and the ball at the 46, their own 46 for Bishop Lewers. First and 10 for the Knights. I look for them to start taking a shot here, here in a second. Brody Glenn so far has been quiet, haven't called his name at all. Man in motion, Hill across formation left to right. They'll give it to Hale, and Hale will bring it back to the left, taking it off tackle, and he got nice yardage. Picks up about four out to the 50-yard line. It's going to be second down and six. Yeah, they ran their version of their counter play with a little misdirection motion. Nice little gain there, four yards, and sets up second and six. Sent him in motion to the right. You got those linebackers kind of leaning that other direction. They have to shift just enough. Second down, six from the 50. Lures from the left hash, trips to the right. Drop back Clark. Here comes the blitz. Clark throws it sideline. Caught Antoine Lake near the 30. Oh, did he? And he drop dropped it. it. Yeah. And he dropped it. There's the. Oh, it looked like he had it and had, you know, that gap just over the top of the corner and before the safety gets over. And I thought Lake made the catch, but it's incomplete. And now it brings up a third down and about six to go. Yeah, there's that play that I thought they would try to go to. Lake was peeking at that safety, and that's what took his eye off the ball just enough. And big drop. From the left hash, single receiver, Lake to the left. Got Brody Glenn wide to the right. A lot of room to operate. McInturf looks to be a slot to the right. Clark will drop back, look to throw, and he does. Near sideline, going up high and making a catch is Antoine Lake. He makes up for the one he drops by going way up the ladder to get that one. And stays in bounds, first down at the Snyder 42-yard line. Well, that's how you come back and make a big play for him, and that was a huge catch. 357, the clock continues to tick. We're in the second quarter. Snyder leading at 14 to nothing. Lures on the move. Play action and a throw on the right flat and bobbled and dropped by Jaden Hill. Incomplete. It's going to bring up a second down and 10. Yeah, Clark really had to quicken his delivery there because Snyder did bring pressure and it just was up far enough outside there that it was just too hard to, you know, catch and it bobbling a little bit. No, uh, Coach Tippman has talked about his defensive scheme and the adjustments to learning this system. Really not much has changed as far as you look at the, the basic 4-3 <laughs> defense, but they do add a rover, and they do shift around with little different responsibilities. Handoff up the middle this time goes to Sir Hale. He'll push his way inside the Snyder 40 to about the 38. It's going to bring up a third down, long six to go for Bishop Lewers. Sitting in four-down territory, down by 14, last three and a half minutes of the first half. Yeah, this is going to be 
one of those plays, too. You like to try to get the first down, but at least get yourself to short yardage. Clark from the left hash. Here they come. Drops, delayed draw, and Snyder sniffed it out. They handed it in the backfield to Sir Hale on the delay. And Snyder's Nick Telemantes all over it, wrapped him up and threw him down. Telemantes came on the linebacker blitz and was not fooled at all yeah. on that play. Really, you like to see Clark get out of that because the, uh, running a draw against the blitz is uh, <laughs> a bad recipe. Well, it's a loss of four. And now instead of third down and six, they go to fourth down and ten. Back at the Panthers. 42-yard line. Clark calls out the play. Last two and a half minutes of our first half, and Snyder will use one of their timeouts to set the defense on this fourth down. Well, this is a big play for Lures. They don't want this one to get away from them, especially with a team like Snyder that can possess the football for so many minutes. We'll take a break. You're listening to High School Football at 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brockman Heating and Air Conditioning Promise. On time, done right, or it's free. Brockman's your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. That's over 60 years strong since 1957 serving homeowners in the Fort Wayne area. And Brockman's has the most experienced techs to help you decide if you should repair or replace your unit. 423-4331. Call your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Brockman's Heating and Air Conditioning. On time, done right, or it's free. 423-4331. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome to Friday Night Football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Don't forget, next week we head north. We'll be at East Noble for the Leo Lions and the East Noble Knights. It will be our high school football game of the week. The whole team heading up to Kendallville. Coverage begins with our pregame show at 6, play-by-play at 7, and then postgame will be at the Kendallville Pizza Hut for the Indiana Physical Therapy postgame show. Yeah, I always like our trips up there. Fourth down, 10 to go. Bishop Lewers down 14 to nothing to Snyder at the Panthers 43. Drop back Clark and a throw over the middle and caught Jaden Hill. Went up and got pop and held onto the football. What a catch. What a throw. And a first down for the Bishop Lewers Knights. A fourth down conversion on fourth and ten. Right play call there because they high load the corner because Snyder's playing that cover too, but that's we see that by Hill all the time. And they've got the ball at the 29, first and 10 for Bishop Lures. Clock ticks down to two minutes remaining before halftime. From the left hash, Carson Clark puts man in motion left to right. Now drops back to throw. They set up the bubble screen, oh. and it's incomplete trying to get it to Antoine Lake. <laughs> he's, uh, he's a little upset about it, but he also yeah, hobbled he a bit. He's yeah. going to have to kind of limp his way over to the near sideline. We hope that he's okay. That was that middle screen that you were talking about earlier in our break. Yeah. And they had it because the Snyder brought the pressure. And, uh, and they slipped that wide receiver in toward the middle of the field. Yeah. Minute 54 on the clock, second down and 10 from the Snyder 29-yard line. 
Again, on the left hash, two receivers to the right. Drop back. They'll go delay draw. This time there is a hole for Sir Hale. Up the middle of the field. He'll take it to the 20. And then be stopped. Tackle there. Looked like uh, one of the safeties, either Myatt or Ganaway, had to come up and make the hit. But nine yards on the carry brings up third down and one. But again, time running down. And perhaps for Lures, who will get the second half kickoff, that's what it's all about here. They want to wind this now. <laughs> and try to score in the final play of the first half and get the ball to start the second yeah, half. Yeah, and they got a couple timeouts left, too. From the left, Ash Clark, long count. Man in motion, behind the formation, left to right, drop back Clark, looking to throw, looks to the right, now runs to the left, and here goes Clark on a scramble to the near sideline, knocked out of bounds. Now we'll have to bring it to the middle of the field so we can see where exactly he went out of bounds. It looks like maybe a first down, and it is. So you can move the chains once again, and they'll sit the ball. They're calling it the 17-yard line, so that's what we'll call it. We can't see it. Hopefully they <laughs> well, can. On that scramble, he had Brody Glenn wide open. From the left, Ash drop back, Clark bringing it to the left sideline. Oh, and a low catch, but it's made. And that's a Dorian Rogers. Or Thompson, yeah. correction. Yeah. He reached down with Thompson. One hand. Yeah, Thompson got that ball down around his shins and just grabbed it and took it out of bounds. Last 40 seconds. Lures looking to get on the board. They're down 14 to nothing. Delayed draw again to Hale, taking it wide to the right, and he's not going to get the edge. Good pursuit and speed by Snyder. Hale can outrun a lot of players to that sideline, but he couldn't outrun Snyder's secondary, and he gets taken down a couple of yards short of first down yardage. So it's now third down, three to go. And a timeout on the field with 28.9 seconds remaining here in the half. And that was his, by worst decision running, because they're running a draw there, and you want to get north and south. You're not going to get much running east to west on it. They've used that delayed draw. Yeah. And the first time they tried it, they didn't fool anybody. But the last couple of times, there's been space up the middle. That time, Hale, rather than keeping it up the middle, wanted to bounce it wide. And he got chased to the far sideline. And, you know, you can see what Hale saw on that play. There was a lot of open field over there. The only problem is you got to win the sprint <laughs> against the defender so that you can then turn the sideline and take it upfield. He couldn't win the sprint. It yeah. was basically a dead heat. Well, they're catching Snyder on, on those draws here lately of them playing their coverage, rushing maybe four, dropping seven, and then twisting their front to protect against that, but they're twisting themselves right out of the gap. And that's why you see that, you know, seam up the middle there. 14 to nothing score. Snyder leads it. Lures threatening. Last half minute of the first half. Lures has it. Third down two from the 10. We're going to see the one-on-one -on -one at the top with Brody Glenn. Got a single back. Sir Hale to the left shoulder of Clark lighting up from the right hash. Long count. Clark. 
It's the snap. Drops. He looks over the middle of the field. Lobs it into the end zone. It's intercepted. Snyder picks it off. That was red the whole way, and Clark basically threw the ball right to him and intercepted by Snyder. And I'm trying to see if that was Dominic Moon that went back and made the pick. Looked like it was a linebacker that got deep yeah. in coverage in the end zone. And uh, Clark threw it right into triple coverage. There was nobody open. Yeah, that was similar to the one they had earlier. There's a flag on the play. It's a hold against the Bishop Lewers Knights that's declined. And so Snyder takes over with 20 seconds remaining in the first half, leading 14 to nothing. And the Panthers' defense comes up with a stop and dodges a bullet. Well, they got a push in the back, so they're going to move it back here to the half of the... Uh, half the distance I'm thinking where the penalty was so Snyder's going to have to snap this on the, about the three yard line so you had two offensive penalties on the same play well, you had lures with <laughs> had lures 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 when they still had possession had a hold and then when Snyder got possession <laughs> they had to push them they back. Had a block at the back yeah so. two offensive penalties one on each team on the same play honestly you'd like to see whoever that interception was there to just go down in the end zone and get it as a touchback and get it out to the 20 well, they get it out to about the two or three yard line, and that's plenty of space to go to a knee. And so Snyder drops to a knee, and that will take us to halftime. All Snyder in the first 24 minutes of this one. Teams go to the locker room, and the Snyder Panthers are leading the Bishop Lures Knights 14 to nothing here at Lures Field. When Shannon and I come back here at the half, we'll recap our first half here at Lures Field. But also, we're looking forward to getting the scoreboard and finding out what's happening around Northeast Indiana with high school football tonight. It's all coming up, part of the Hoopy Insurance Services halftime show. 14 nothing. Snyder will be back. It's the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. You've seen the cute insurance commercials on TV. A bird wearing shades, a guy with a catchy name and a colorful shirt and tan pants, or a silly staff that favors all white clothing. But do you really believe that companies spending millions and millions of dollars on clever TV commercials actually provide what you need most? An insurance policy without tricky loopholes, escape language, or gaps? No one wants a surprise when it comes to filing an insurance claim. And that's why Hoopy Insurance Services is a trusted advocate when it comes to coverage of what's important to you. As an independent agency, they work with multiple companies to find the policy perfectly tailored to your specific situation for your home and autos. If you have or are in the process of buying a new home, the process is stressful enough. So contact Matt and the Hoopy Insurance team now to get a free review and consultation of your insurance needs. They'll find the right policy and make sure you have the coverage you need so there's no surprises later on. Service is the Hoopy Insurance difference. Hoopy, H-U-P-E, Insurance Service. A Fort Wayne company serving the Fort Wayne area now for 40 years. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. I can't think of any way to improve upon the service 
that I receive. Gibson's Heating and Plumbing is your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer that is ranked number one out of nearly 300 dealers nationwide in customer satisfaction. Here's what Gibson's customers are saying. The office is always courteous. Gibson's service tech is exceptional in his attitude and performance and is friendly and efficient as he follows up and explains what he's done that day and what needs to be done if there's going to be a follow-up. Kudos to Gibson's for their outstanding service. Your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. Gibson'sHeating.com the Hoopy Insurance Halftime Report on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Back at Lures Field where the game to help decide an SAC championship is reached the midway point and Snyder leading it 14 to nothing over the Bishop Lures Knights. With Shannon Griffith, I am Brett Rump. We're about to get Matt back in the studio to give us our entire area scoring update from all the area games. But in this one, Shannon, really it was exactly what we expected in the first half. We thought the field conditions might be difficult to, uh, to run your offense, especially a team like Bishop Lures. They seemed to adjust to it as the half went on. But Snyder did what Snyder does. They controlled the clock. They had long drives, giving it to Tyrese Brown. They were able to move the ball in the running game and uh, ultimately take the lead 14 to nothing here at the break. Yeah, I mean, Snyder really has handled it. They've been running their offense that we've seen all year, the power running game with Brown, who's really a hard runner, and he's made some big gains. And then, of course, uh, Hoppert's made some nice throws well off the play action because that is set up well because it's just a little bit of pitch a catch in the flat so a five-yard throw turns into a 15-yard gain so right now everything's in Snyder's favor Bishop Lures is just going to have to find a way that, you know, they're a big play team. That's what's hurting them tonight is they're not getting those big plays and having to drive a long ways has been difficult. And normally what we see, Shannon, is we see guys like Antoine Lake and Brody Glenn deep down the field where you can test the defense vertically, which opens things up underneath. That hasn't been there tonight, and I don't know if it's the footing. Uh, you know, when you get further to the sidelines, remember the slope of the field. Right. That's where it's really the wettest, and uh, we haven't seen Brody Glenn at all tonight. Antoine Lake has made a couple of catches, but where Lures has had success in the passing game has been utilizing the tight end, Jaden Hill. Yep. He's been utilized maybe more tonight than we've seen almost all season. That may be a matchup. That may be when Snyder comes with the pressure and brings the line backer on the rush, but uh, Jaden Hill's made a couple of really nice plays. He's made a couple of big plays, but going back to that interception there right before half, which was a big play for Snyder, he uh, Clark had Brody Glenn one-on-one -on -one into the boundary. That's the shortest throw, so that's where you needed to go with the football. He tried to force it into what you said, triple coverage. You're asking for disaster there, and he's done it twice, so if they can find that happy medium where they can get some matchups and maybe bring some guys underneath you know, drag him across the field, get cross-directional, uh, may get Snyder to pull up a little bit because they're really getting deep with their linebackers because they're just not letting them then have those voids. Of course, that first drive of the second half is going to be key, and we've talked about this really all year, that the first possession of second halves can really set the tone for what to expect in the second half of the football game. But this is important because Lures just had a drive that was stuffed on that interception. They had taken it almost the length of the field, and it looked like they were going to make it a one-score game, and then the interception by Snyder. That makes this drive to start 
start the second half truly imperative for Bishop Lures. They have to find a way to get on the board, try to make this a one-score game, because you might only see the ball three times yeah. in the second half against the Snyder offense. Yeah, that's why that drive there at the end of the half was you hate to get into critical drives, but that one itself was critical because of points on the getting points on the board. Now you're really forcing yourself to get something going here because just like you said, you may not get it as many times because of the conditions and you know Snyder being able to you know take time off the clock. 14 to nothing. Snyder leads it here at the half, and to give you an idea of how the teams got to this point, here is Shannon Griffith. Yeah, and it started out in the first half. Snyder with a long 16-play, 92-yard drive at 138. Brown scores from seven yards out. That was the Snyder's early lead, seven to nothing. Then in the second quarter at 8:05, Snyder goes on a six-play, 65-yard drive. This time, Brown from 28 yards. He runs it in for the score. The PAT was good. It was 14-0. Then, of course, the last drive of the half there, Lewis had a chance but threw an interception into the end zone. So we're sitting here 14 to nothing in favor of Snyder. So we're going to check scores around the area. The Hoopy Insurance Services halftime show is going to continue from the studio. Matt has updates on what's happening. And, of course, everybody watching what's going on with the Wayne Generals and the Carroll Chargers because this game combined with that game could determine how this championship is divided. And, Shannon, if Wayne can pull the upset on Carroll and Snyder holds on here, Snyder Panthers come from kind of nowhere and win this <laughs> SAC championship. Yeah, so. we, we talked a little about how they just kind of hung around and, you know, the, you, they were kind of in the background. And now they're right there waiting to capture it, and they're playing well right now. So we are going to send it back to the studio. We'll be back for second half action here at Lures Field coming up in about 10 minutes. But right now it's time to get an update on area scores. Matt in the studio. Right after this break, you're listening to high school football in the Hoopy Insurance Services Halftime Show on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The PSM Performance Edge program is here to help athletes reach the next level. It's a high-intensity, personalized training program tailored around your athletic schedule for athletes who want to be the best. In season or out of season, the Edge program is designed around you. Whether you're making the jump to high school athletics or have dreams of playing your sport in college and beyond, the Edge is the athletic development program to get you there. Call us at 260-266-4007 to schedule your free one-on-one -on -one consultation and become more with the Edge. Listen closely. I'm going to give you a name you can totally trust when it comes to work on your vehicle. Cruzy Automotive Service. I know it's tough to go to somebody you've never seen before, but trust me, I've been going to Cruzy for almost 40 years because they do it the right way. Proper diagnosis, they'll do quality work, get the car repaired right the first time, and never charge you more than you should pay for work that's done on your car at Cruzy Automotive Service. In fact, for you to experience Cruzy Automotive Service right now, I've set up this special, just $15.75 for a full-service oil change. That's right, $15.75 for a full-service oil change at Cruzy Automotive Service. That's K-R-U-S-E on Lima Road, north of Wallen, south of Till, right behind the Shell gas station. Just tell them you heard this ad on 1380 The Fan, and you can get a full-service oil change for just $15.75. $489,1089. $489,1089 for Cruzy Automotive service. 
Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate and win big with Alliance Exteriors. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. Now back to the Hoopy Insurance Halftime Report. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. And hello and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. The calendar does technically say October, but that's only because that's a little bit shorter than saying high school football championship season, which is, if you're in the 260 anyway, effectively upon us as an SAC championship is at stake for up to or for uh, potentially three teams tonight. Carol Snyder and Bishop Lewers. And with that, we say hello and welcome into the Hoopy Insurance Services halftime show. John Graham is here with me. I'm Matthew Klingenberger here in our 1380 100.9 FM studios. We've got all your scores. It's a busy, busy night, but we are keeping track of everything as uh, you need it there. Right now, Snyder up on Lewers 14 nothing as you're hearing it there. Not too far from our studios here in South Fort Wayne. It's Tyrese Brown with two touchdowns. Snyder coming up with a huge late interception there in the second quarter. And the Panthers could be on their way to handing Lures their first loss since last year. 14-0 Panthers there at the break. A lot of people wondering what's happening right now between Wayne and Carroll. Carroll was up 3 to nothing. Wayne was holding close since... The Chargers have blown it wide open. They are now up 31 to nothing. Carroll cruising. Uh, get this, Luke Carmody. Two touchdown runs in the space of about 20 seconds of one another are aided by a turnover. Carroll's hopes of an SAC title are, dare I say, alive and well as they are nearing halftime out there. Elsewhere, Southside and Homestead. Homestead, last we knew, up 14 to nothing. It has been a little while since we last got an update from the Spartans out there. But last we knew, Sparty was up 14 nothing over Southside. Elsewhere, East Noble, they are cruising over Belmont. 29 nothing. Belmont ended a long losing streak last week. But it does look as though East Noble will start them on, unfortunately for them, a second losing streak here. We haven't gotten updates in a little while, but if this scoreline is true, it's a little surprising. Leo 6 to Calb 0. Leo has been cruising all year, but they are getting a test, presumably, from the Barons tonight. We'll keep checking to see if more updates come in. Stay tuned to the postgame show as well for that. Right now, East Side, they have blown it open against Angola. You heard them on our airwaves last week. They went mercy rule over Central Noble, and they may be on their way to doing the same thing here against Angola. 27-0, Laban Davis and East Side cruising yet again as they head to the postseason. Right now, it is Adams Central, the Flying Jets 
are flying 35 nothing over Woodland. That one appears to be destined for running clock as well. And uh, speaking of last week's game, Central Noble, who were on the losing end of that scoreline on our airwaves, they lead Garrett 8 to nothing. And uh, we do unfortunately have one other piece of news to pass along to you guys, as it would be known in the SAC. Unfortunately, Concordia at Northside was canceled due to COVID-19 related issues within the Legends program. So sad there that they won't be able to make that one up. Hopefully both teams will be good to go for next week, fingers crossed, uh, but do stay tuned for that. Elsewhere outside of high school football, outside of the football realm, we do have one baseball playoff game tonight. It is the Boston Red Sox at the Houston Astros. They are just about to get underway uh, here any moment down there in the Lone Star State. It is game one of the ALCS. Uh, those that listen to our airwaves, first of all, thank you very much for doing so. They would have heard the Houston Astros taking out the Chicago White Sox earlier in the week. Now they hope to advance to the World Series. We do have one college football score. It's an absolute barn burner up in upstate New York. Clemson's up 7-0 to zero as the two teams have combined for seven points uh, midway through the second quarter. And we do have one uh, NBA preseason score for you as uh, down at Gainbridge Fieldhouse. That's going to take some getting used to. It is Cleveland up on Indiana, 62-47. Again, that is NBA preseason. And that game is at the half. So I think that just about wraps it up here at the 1380 studio. And with that being the case, John Graham, he's the man running this whole production right here. I'm Matthew Klingenberger. This is the Hoopy Insurance Services half time report. We'll go back to Brett and Shannon for the second half of Snyder at Bishop Lewers on the other side of this break. Going through the home buying process can be stressful, but one key decision that shouldn't stress you out is who to contact for your insurance. There are hundreds of insurance companies and many specialize in specific type homes in unique situations. So it's always best to contact an independent insurance agent like Hoopy Insurance Services, who will compare many different companies to find the exact policy that will work for you. Hoopy Insurance Services has been serving area homeowners and business owners for 40 years, and they take great pride in personalizing each policy to be the right coverage for every situation without the shortcuts, loopholes, or gaps that could cost you money later. And it doesn't cost you extra to have an agent that's available by phone or even in person when you need to file a claim. Matt Hoopy is a second-generation owner that learned how important service is from his father. And for 40 years, the company continues to grow without sacrificing the personalized service the company was built on. Hoopy Insurance Services, online at hupe-insurance.com. They're family serving your family now for 40 years. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. You've seen the cute insurance commercials on TV. A bird wearing shades, a guy with a catchy name and a colorful shirt and tan pants, or a silly staff that favors all white clothing. But do you really believe that companies spending millions and millions of dollars on clever TV commercials actually provide what you need most? An insurance policy without tricky loopholes. And that's why Hoopy Insurance Services is a trusted advocate when it comes to coverage of what's important to you. As an independent agency, they work with multiple companies to find the policy perfectly tailored to your specific situation for your home and auto. 
knows. If you have or are in the process of buying a new home, the process is stressful enough. So contact Matt and the Hoopy Insurance team now to get a free review and consultation of your insurance needs. They'll find the right policy and make sure you have the coverage you need so there's no surprises later on. Service is the Hoopy Insurance difference. Hoopy, H-U-P-E, Insurance Services. A Fort Wayne company serving the Fort Wayne area now for 40 years. Home improvement is daunting. These days, finding a business who checks all your boxes for materials, quality of work, warranty, and price can feel like a never-ending scavenger hunt. Alliance Exteriors is here to make your unique home improvement journey easier for you. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Alliance Exteriors promises to be your partners for life. From the time a team member arrives at your door to assess your home to years after the job is complete with our best-in-the-business lifetime warranties. Plus, all Alliance Exteriors jobs are done properly by licensed professionals, so your warranty sticks. We invite you to look around at different companies. Alliance Exteriors is confident that after comparing quality of materials, quality of work, warranty, and price, you will give us a call. Contact us today at 260-908-5465. Check out our Facebook or visit AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate. At Alliance Exteriors, we are your partners for life. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Welcome back to Lewersfield. Second half action just a moment away. I am Brett Rump along with Shannon Griffith and John Graham is our studio producer. Our halftime score here at Lewersfield has the 6-1 Snyder Panthers leading it over the 8-0 Bishop Lewers Knights. 14 to nothing. Bishop Lewers set to get the second half kickoff, Shannon. And Bishop Lewers had the long drive, had the chance at the end of the first half to make this a one-score game. Snyder came up with the big defensive play, getting an interception in the end zone, and that's why it has remained a 14-0 contest. Yeah, kind of uncharacteristic of Carson Clark because he's been very good with the football, and he's forced a few, few throws tonight, and that last one, they, they finally got a pick out of it. So, Lures lining up to return, and it is Nick Thompson who is back deep. To see who joins Thompson in the kick return, if that is uh, looks like Hale, but that is Sir Hale that's out there. You know, there's a couple of guys that the mud has taken over the jersey, yeah, and the white number doesn't show up anymore. So, yeah, it. Uh, uh, so uh, Snyder's going to kick off left to right, and it's uh, Nick Telemantes who's going to put this on the tee at his own 40-yard line. Yeah, the person that does the laundry is going to earn their money. <laughs> 14 to nothing score. Snyder leads it. They'll kick off left to right. That would be from the north to the south here at Bishop Lures High School. Wonder if anybody that drives by on the US 27 out there, if they drive by, see football, and tune it to our station just to check, see yeah. what's going on. My, that may that may very well happen. Just don't so, stop. <laughs> here is the kick. A short kick near the right sideline, and another kick out of bounds will give Bishop Lures the football at their own 35-yard line. You know, 
know, that's uh, one thing, too, with the way the field is. These kickers, their plant foot could really, really cause some problems. Well, clearly, they're trying to keep the ball away from whether it's Thompson or whether it's Hale back in, uh, in the return formation. Keep it short to the sideline, but you can't kick it out of bounds. No. So the ball comes out to the 35-yard line. First and 10, Bishop Lures and the Knights. It seems like their offense has been out there for a long time in this football game because they had that long drive at the end of the first half, yeah. and now they start the second half with the football. That was 18 plays, the one that ended up in an interception. And it took about half the second quarter. Drop back Clark. He'll come out throwing, Got and him. he does. Wide open. Caught on the floor. Antoine Lake taking it down the sideline. He's taking it all the way to the end zone. Touchdown. 65 yards. Touchdown. There's a flag in the defensive backfield at the 42 of Snyder. This will be interesting. What is going to happen here? The flag is laying at the 42 between the hash marks. The pass was completed on the sideline. A full sprint by Antoine Lake, never broke stride, 65 yards to the house, and now it looks like it's coming back. The penalty flag laying at the 42. It's a, there's a sideline warning. Yeah, that's a touchdown, yeah. <laughs> and so it's a touchdown. Sideline warning against Lures and a touchdown. 65-yard play. We talked about the initial drive of the second half setting a tone for what to expect over our final 24 minutes. That's pretty much setting the tone right there, Shannon. That's making quite the statement. Well, they went with the three-man, you know, what I call trips, with three receivers to one side, a single side receiver into the boundary. That's where the one-on-one -on -one was. The corner came up for some reason, and uh, he just ran right by him. Big play, what they needed. Well, Pineda is going to be the one to try to tack on, and there's a flag, and what a missile of a flag. And it looks like a substitution penalty called against Bishop Lewers, or against Snyder. Well, they're... Are they going for two now? This might be automatic, that if they get a penalty on the uh, kick, that they decide to go for two, because Bishop Lewers was all excited about getting the penalty call against Snyder, and that will put it the one-yard line where Bishop Lewers sends the offense out there to go for two. 14-6, just nine seconds into our second half. Very hard to read the scoreboard yeah. because of the uh, the dirt and all it and glare and what, what, what we have on the windows and the glass. Uh, it gives us kind of a distorted look at the scoreboard from this end. But nine seconds into our second half, Lures on the board. Here's the two-point try. Clark gives Hale up the middle, trying to push the pile for a yard, and he does. Two-point try is good. Takes it in for two, and we've got a 14-8 football game. 
Buckle up. We've got a heck of a half ahead of us. It is high school football being presented on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Gibson's Heating and Plumbing is your independent American Standard heating and air conditioning dealer that is ranked number one out of nearly 300 dealers nationwide in customer satisfaction. Here's what Gibson's customers are saying. I've used Gibson's once for heating and once for plumbing now. From the schedulers to the technicians, everyone has been professional, personable, and upfront with pricing and expectations. There is no sense of pressure, and they explain everything thoroughly. Absolutely have a loyal customer. Your independent American Standard heating and air conditioning dealer, Gibson'sHeating.com. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM, the Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. seconds of football into our second half and Lures has cut the 14 to nothing Snyder lead down to 14 to 8. Now Bishop Lures to kick off to the Panthers. We'll see how Snyder responds. You know, we are playing for a championship and championship teams, they won't hang their head over that, Shannon. They'll nope. come back and they'll answer. And so we'll see what, sh what Snyder does here as Lures gets set to kick it. Yeah, the challenge has been laid at the feet of Snyder, so it's going to be a nice series here coming up. Here is the kick. That yeah, is a high short kick and flags everywhere. Offsides. They got ahead of it, and it's going to march them back five yards. Well, I'll tell you what, that's, you know, uh, that's surprising. I, I didn't know you blew it dead on the offside because that was a very short kick. And they gave uh, Snyder no chance to come up yeah. and return it because they blew the play dead. It was pretty blatant uh, down here at the bottom and just got a, got a little bit too excited and got ahead of the kicker. But, you know, five yards and tonight, like tonight, makes a huge difference. So we'll reset five yards further back at the 35-yard line. Pineda to kick it off for the Bishop Lewers Knights. A 14-8 game. Snyder the lead, and they'll be getting the football. Yes. It's like Amari Juarez is the one back to return this, and he's all the way out at about his 20-yard uh, line, not expecting a deep kick. And nice kick. A pretty deep kick. Backing up to the 15, here comes Juarez between the hash oh marks. Oh, my and he Lord. got ripped. Almost his oh, head taken wow. off. And they got a flag coming in, and I'm not sure they're going to probably try to call a face mask. But I, Boy, that was uh, clotheslining yeah. <laughs> as, as Juarez ran down the field. One of the nice just reached an arm out well, and about took Juarez's head off. And, and now the question Snyder. is, is... Is it a face mask? No. Oh, it's a Snyder. hold wow. Snyder. Wow. That was an unbelievable <laughs> kickoff coverage tackle. May want to send that into ESPN <laughs> top 10 all, list. All the momentum right now belonging to the Bishop Lewers Knights. They have come out of the locker room on fire. Scoring on a one-play drive, 65-yard touchdown pass from Carson Clark to Antoine Lake, and now they make a great play out of special teams. And uh, I'm trying to see uh, the number on that because I think that was uh, kind of a triumphant return for Aiden Dennis. Yeah. Dennis, a senior who's missed some time because of injury. 
he's gotten a chance to get back out there and contribute, and I think he was the one that made the play for Bishop Lures. Well, it was a play. After the march off, it's back to near the 20. And a handoff goes to Tyrese Brown. And Snyder up by six still. And they can quickly reestablish momentum on their side by doing nothing different than what they've done tonight, Shannon, is heavy dose of Tyrese yeah. Brown and good blocking up front. Yeah, using their power run game. It's suited for a night like tonight. They're going with the two tight ends set. Five-yard gain on first down. They'll try Brown again. Look out. Nice hole up the middle. Here goes Brown. Cross the 40, 45, and he crosses midfield before being tackled to the Lures 48-yard line. Tyrese Brown with a 29-yard carry, and it is first down for Snyder. Boom, here comes Tyrese Brown. Yeah, it looked like just a straight inside zone type of play, and Brown hit the hole, and he got to the secondary real quick. But uh, huge play there for Snyder. They move the ball back to about the 49. First and 10. Oh, fumbles. And a ball dropped in the backfield by Hoppert. And now a pileup for the football. Hoppert with that option play, putting it in the belly of Tyrese Brown. When he went to pull it out, he lost the handle on it. And it bounced to the... Well, I'd say turf, but yeah. we have to call it the grass to well, not confuse anyone. And uh, Hopper lucky to get back on it. Yeah, they were, and he was, they were trying to run that little play-action pass they were running, and he hit the elbow of Brown. So it is a four-yard loss, second and 14, and they'll just stick with the running game. But that time, Brown stood up right at the line of scrimmage. Nothing there for Tyrese Brown, and good play up front by the Bishop Lewers defense. Go across the front of that defense when you start talking about the front seven. Guys like Ethan Linker, Evan Linker, Devon Doty. Yeah, Lake Porton right there at the uh, at the line of scrimmage. And Linker's one of those guys that's sneaky and can make a pick like he did against Homestead. Third and 13 from their own 48. Drop back. Hopper with time. Throws over the middle. And it is caught by the receiver for first down yardage at the Lures 38. And I think that's Juarez yeah. who went down and caught it. Great protection for Hopper. Great patience and a good low throw on that little hook route just past the sticks to Juarez. Yeah, they kind of got a big deep drag cro crosser there. And what I like what Hopper did was he kind of bought some time, kept his feet alive, and then just kind of... And 10 for Snyder. Another give to Tyrese Brown. He stood up at the line of scrimmage, tries to bounce it out to the left side and does keep the pile moving inside the 35. He'll get to about the 33. So, you know, it looked like nothing was there, and he turns it into a five-yard game. <laughs> yeah, we've seen him do that quite frequently this year, and, you know, you hate, you'd want to go back to that third down play. You want to keep that in mind because that was third and long and a chance for Lewis to get off the field and Snyder makes a huge play. Clock goes under nine minutes. 14-8. Snyder leads with the ball. Second and five. Brown again up the middle. You just pound forward for a couple. Not a whole lot there for Brown. 
but that's what good runners do. Yeah. They hit the hole, they get grabbed onto, and if you grab them at the legs, they fall forward with the upper body, and it gives them about a yard or two of positive yardage, even when you've wrapped them up right at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I always say good running backs make the offensive lineman right, no matter what, and that's what Brown does. Third and three from the 32-yard line, handoff Brown. Following the left tackle, first down yardage for Brown, and finally met and tackled somewhere near the 28-yard line, 27-yard line. But another five or six yards for Tyrese Brown and the Panthers trying to answer the score of Bishop Lures. Snyder, this half has really gone to a two tight end set, two flankers for the most part here. We're going to change it running back for the first time tonight. Langston Lavelle, 6'3", 197, the junior, will come in and give Tyrese Brown a little bit of a break. High snap, handled, and give to Lavelle. He'll run it right between the tackles, straight up the middle of the field. And, you know, that's a great push by the Snyder yes, offensive line because Lavelle didn't get hit until he's about three yards to the positive. He ends up picking up four, second down and six. And even though Brown is out, Lavelle is almost similar to him in terms of his downhill running. So he's very powerful as well. From the 21-yard line, second down six, handoff Lavelle. Again, he cuts it up just off left tackle. And when you go to the left side, you're following D.J. Moore, the 6'7", 330-pound senior. And that's not a bad choice for a running back. <laughs> no. And Lavelle turns it into a five-yard gain, just shy of first down. It's third and one. I know one coach over on that Snyder sideline that's loving that. That's Coach Ike because he's in charge of the offensive line, and he loves to run the football. It's about the 17-yard line where it is third down and less than a yard, and they'll give it again to LaBelle. Again, same play, takes it to the left and has first down yardage, getting inside the 15. He'll take it to near the 12-yard line. They're just getting numbers on that counter play where they're getting the guy at the point of attack and the guard and tackle are coming around basically looking for somebody and the backs got free access. Quick snap and a give up the middle. Here comes Lavelle. Hit, spinning inside the 10, all the way down inside the 5. Six yards, maybe seven for Langston Lavelle. Showed the power that time. And when I talked to Coach Tipman preseason about Lavelle, he said, man, just an athlete, just a really good athlete. And he said, kind of kids you see these days we didn't have back when I played. They <laughs> yeah. six. 200 pounds. Here's another give. And again, it's Lavelle Touchdown. following the left side of the line. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, Langston Lavelle. About four and a half yards out for Lavelle, who finished off the drive after Tyrese Brown got a break. And Snyder doesn't miss a beat. And they take it 80 yards was, I believe, where they ended up having yeah. to take this drive, Shannon, after the penalties. 12 and, plays. And they go 12 plays. 11, was it 11 on the ground? Yeah. Just the completion to Juarez. 
There's the set. Here's the kick. A low line drive, but it does get through. And just like that, Snyder responds to the Bishop Lures score. It's now 21 to 8. Snyder leading it over the Bishop Lures Knights. We've got 558 remaining in this one. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. Now back to high school football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors on Fort Wayne Sports Station. Been an exciting second half so far. After a 14-0 first half, Snyder had the lead at the break. Lures answered with a 65-yard one-play drive, and then Snyder, kind of typical Snyder fashion, had a long time-consuming drive on the ground, 80 yards, eventually capped off on a four-yard touchdown run by Langston Lavelle. And so we've had a score each side here in the second half, and Snyder leads it 21-8. About halfway through the third quarter. This will be a squib kick, and it bounces to Lures, who jumps on it at the 22-yard line. So it turns out being pretty effective. If you're concerned about the return, just squibbing it, yep. having Lures jump on it, results in no return yardage. And the Knights come out starting this drive at the 23-yard line. You know, that last drive, you said that one throw. Well, that one throw was that big third-down conversion where Lures really needed to get the stop there. But good teams find a way to make things happen, and that's what Snyder did that drive. So first and 10 from the 23-yard line. Ball centered between the hash marks, two receivers each side, and Clark will give it up the middle. Sir Hale, nice run. Hale across the 30. The 35, <laughs> and he just keeps everything going out to the 30, to the 40. 17 yards up the middle for Sir Hale. He like, is like trying to catch that mouse in the house. You know he's there, but you just can't see him. You see him once in a while, but then he's gone. Yeah, he is. Uh, man, he runs hard. Just shot right up the middle of the field that time for 17. It is now first and 10 from the 40. Hale will get another chance. Carries it behind the left side of the line and falls forward to the 44 after picking up four yards, setting up second down and six. He reminds me a little bit of like Quavis Tate, who played at Wayne High School. I recruited him to Ball State, but the same type, you know, stocky, short, but quick and, you know, north and south runner. Second down, six at the 44. Snyder lines up with 
or rather Lures lines up with Carson Clark at quarterback. Play action. They throw to the wide receiver. Lake near side. Picked up a block from Jaden Hill and then down the sideline Lake goes. Finally being forced out of bounds in Snyder territory at the Panthers 40 47-yard line. It's a first and 10 for Bishop Lures. Yeah, now they're getting themselves in a, bit, a better rhythm offensively. Only second possession here of the half. The first one was a big one, one-play drive. 4.57 on the clock. We're in the third quarter. It's 21-8, Snyder leading. But Lures now is the tag, you're it. Hand off, Sir Hale. Boy, he's popped just as he goes through the hole. Bounces off the first hit, but still goes down after picking up only one yard. It's a nice play by Talamantes that time coming up and really popping Sir Hale with a big hit. Yeah. Only a one-yard gain, maybe a yard and a half, second down and long. Yeah, he kind of kind of lost his footing there a little bit and really didn't stay with his guard because he was stumbling and he was just trying to get positive yardage. Lures the football. Right to left they go. All black uniforms that are half brown by now because of a muddy field. Shotgun snap. Clark drops from the pocket. He's going to look to throw. Here comes pressure. Clark spins. Still running to the left. He's being chased. Late throw near sideline, and it's a low throw and he that got is picked hit. off. Wow. Intercepted by Snyder. throw. Jason Pierre-Lewis might have been the guy to pick it off, but a low throw picked off by the Snyder Panthers. And another interception for Carson Clark, just his sixth of the year, but his second tonight. And now Snyder gets the ball. First and ten, and they'll put it at the Snyder 48-yard line. I think he was trying to throw. No, they're moving it back. I want to just correct myself. Oh. They're actually marked back here. It's going to be at the 33-yard line. Yeah, there I was going to say that was awful far up, but I think uh, Clark was trying to throw the ball away, and he just didn't get it far enough know, to the sideline. Side and the Snyder player there just made a nice play, just diving and got, got the ball. Huge, huge turnover. Well, and Clark did a nice job of escaping the pressure in the pocket and scrambling to his left. Yeah. But, the, the, but the one defender kept pursuing him all the way. And I think he heard footsteps, and he tried to throw it away and got intercepted. Hand off up the middle. Here comes Tyrese Brown. Brown dancing his way across the 40, out to the 45, 10 yards, first down, Tyrese Brown. Boy, this guy, yeah. he's going to make somebody happy in college because that guy <laughs> can run the football. Yes, he can. And, you know, now you're getting to that point where Lures defensively has seen just the pounding, the pounding, and start wearing on them. And that's kind of what you're seeing a little bit now. Ball sits just outside their own 45-yard line, first and 10 for Snyder. And a drop back, and Hoppert's going to go deep. Post route, and he threw it over everybody's head. Good coverage downfield in the man-to-man -man for Bishop Lures. Nobody had separation, and Hoppert just launched it past everybody. And now our official, well, there's not a flag. I thought there might have been a flag because the official was trying to get the attention up here. 
think it was perhaps a reset of the play clock. Yeah. And so here comes Snyder facing now second down and 10, just outside their own 45. I like the play call because Lures has got a lot of bodies close. And they'll give it up the middle, Tyrese Brown. And he bounces out of the hole, and he keeps going left side for first down yardage into Lures territory at the Knights' 42-yard line. 13 yards. For Tyrese Brown, I thought he got stood up at the line of scrimmage, and he somehow escaped it. Yeah, phenomenal. Just a phenomenal running back, doing well. Again, credit the offensive line of, of Snyder. They've gone to this two tight end set to get the balance front, and they're just, you know, getting great blocks. First and ten, handoff again to Brown. Again, he follows the left side of the offensive line. This time, not much of a result, maybe a couple to the 40. But you're right, you know, the tough thing with Lures is physically you can match up for so long, but all these numbers of plays, the high number of plays right. on these drives is what's going to wear down this Bishop Lures defense. Yeah, and, you know, this is Snyder football. They, this is what they like to do, two tight ends and run their power game and just keep pounding away. Two and a half minutes left in the third. Snyder, 21-8. Handoff Brown. He's wrapped up in the backfield and kind of just gave up. Never, <laughs> once, once he got wrapped up, decided, yeah, that's good. Good. I'm tired too. Yeah. And he took the one yard loss. So it's just outside the Lures 40 yard line for Snyder. They'll face a third down and eight. Yeah, Lures brought their a run pressure and the guy came right through the gap. And I, I couldn't see the linebacker's number, but that was a great play because of the lost yardage. Third down, eight to go. Big play for the Lures defense. Play action. Roll to the right. Hopper dumps it over the middle. Got a man open. Burks with the catch at the 25 and hit at the 20, falling down to the 17. What a play. Huge play, 23 yards, and a first down for Snyder. Nice throw across the body on the rollout to the right by Hopper. And Ferks having a big night. Again, this they, Lincoln Ferks kid, he's 6'5", <laughs> 215, a junior. He's a, he's a big body. And yeah. They just got, he, that was the deep drag route on a bootleg. And credit Hopper to, for doing another great job on a third down. First and 10, Snyder. High snap, give to Brown. A couple gets just inside the 15-yard line, maybe the 14, three-yard gain. Second down and seven. Snyder the ball. Just over a minute left in the third quarter. Snyder already leading it, 21 to eight. Yeah, I, what I like about Luke is his wanting the ball in those tough situations where he wants the ball in his hands and on a sloppy track tonight has made two big throws on third down and long. Robert in the gun. And again, he tries to give Bubble. it to Brown. Brown wrapped up. Hopper couldn't get the ball back from him, and the ball comes free, and it's a turnover. Jumped on by Bishop Lures. Lures got in the backfield and blew up the entire play, and that's one where Hopper's trying to read it. I think at first he was going to give it to Brown. Brown got wrapped up, and he tried to actually almost take it away from Brown, and that's when the ball popped to the turf and jumped on by Bishop Lewers. Big turnover, and the Knights take over first and 10. 
at around their own 15-yard line. Yeah, that was, you know, kind of a bad snap. Kind of got the play off off uh, their timing. But again, Lures brings that run pressure, and he just about, well, he did almost take it right off of Hopper's hands. Clark back on the field. You've got two receivers lining up each side. Ball on the right hash, and it's a give up the middle. Sir Hale with the run, pushing out to the 20-yard line. Gain of five yards for Sir Hale. Came in averaging 6.8 yards per carry. 919 yards on the season coming in. He's got to be pushing that 1,000-yard mark for the season with his performance here tonight. Yeah, both the running backs, uh, Brown and him, both are probably approaching that number. And again, Lures is going to have to look at tempo and trying to get some plays here whereas we run down here in the third. Well, Brown came in well over 1,000 yards, over 1,100 yards on the season. Hale's still looking for the 1,000-yard one -on -one. season. There's that oh, one-on-one. -on -one. Underthrown and intercepted by Snyder again. He had Another pick for the Snyder Panthers. The corner dropped back, and again, an underthrown ball on the sideline route, and it's a turnover. The third interception of the game for Carson Clark, and Snyder takes over in Bishop Lewer's territory at the Knights 37. Yeah, that, like you said, and he had Glenn, what he wanted, had him right there in the hole, but he just kind of underthrew it, didn't get enough air underneath it, and the Snyder corner made a heck of a play. So Snyder gets the football right back in the exchange of turnovers. A Snyder fumble followed by a Lures interception. And it is first and ten. Hoppert will give play oh. action. He tries to throw it over the middle, and that time well covered. The Lures defense was all over Workman, and it's incomplete. I, I, I like the play call, first down, you know, play action pass, but I thought maybe he would have taken a shot with Juarez out here or one-on-one. -on -one. Second down and 10, clock stops at 6.3 seconds. And you've got a Bishop Lures defender, Devon Doty, who's going to make it slowly over to his sideline as training staff comes out, checks on him, and brings him over for further evaluation. And, and these kids are playing hard. They're flying around. Not the greatest of circumstances with the field, but my goodness, they're just playing hard, both sides. Second down, 10, Snyder from the Lures, 37. Give to the running back, Tyrese Brown will take it inside the 35, stopped at the 32 after a five-yard gain, and that brings us to the end of quarter number three. The Snyder Panthers looking to pick up a share or perhaps claim an SAC championship. After three quarters, they lead it over Bishop Lewers 21-8 on the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Get the latest knife info from the area's premier knife shop. Follow Blademan's on Facebook and Instagram today and get the latest on what's happening at Blademan's Knife Shop at the Shops of Scott Road. 
Hello, this is Mark, the owner of Blade Man's Knife Shop. I'd like to personally invite you out to the store to check out the area's best selection of quality knives. We carry Benchmade, Hogue, Protech, Microtech, Emerson Knives, Zero Tolerance, and many more. We have the best selection of premium knives anywhere within 100 miles of Fort Wayne. So come in and check out our great selection and have a cup of coffee on me. Before you experience the world-class quality in store, see fresh inventory updates and limited-time specials at the Blademan's Facebook page. Some inventory, unique colors and new styles only stay in stock for a day or two. So be in the know and update your knife collection the smart way. Follow Blademan's today. As always, 10% discount for police and military and on-site sharpening service. Join the community of premium blade buffs at Blademan's Facebook and Instagram today. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome to Friday Night Football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. It is a third down and five for the Snyder Panthers. Right to left as we start our fourth quarter. Snyder leading it 21 to 8. Play action, throw over the middle to the tight end incomplete. Same guy to play where they roll to the right and have that tight end drag route over the middle. But that time, Hopper couldn't complete the pass, and it brings up a fourth down and five. Now this is a decision for Coach Kurt Tipman as he surveys what he wants to do here, leading at 21 to 8, four seconds into the fourth quarter. Fourth down and five, and the ball is at the 32-yard line, and finally Snyder will take a timeout to try to decide what they want to do. By, by the way, giving you an update on scores, Snyder will not win the SAC by themselves because Carroll is taking care of business. 38 to nothing, third quarter score. Carroll is leading Wayne. Yeah, now they're in the running the clock mode over there, so that one's going to end pretty quickly. So Carroll is following this one, hoping that Snyder <laughs> holds on because we'd have tri-champions. Do you think we have a few Charger fans listening in? <laughs> yeah, I would say the Carroll fans, if they don't have us on and in the stands, <laughs> first thing they're going to do when they either get to the car, the locker room, or whatever it might be, is push the button for 1380 The Fan to yeah. find out. Well, they need to drive over here to the Pizza Hut afterwards That's and, it. and join you. Come on out. Yeah. Of course, I don't know if they want to come and celebrate the party <laughs> at uh, the Pizza Hut next door to Lures. Because tonight, Carol clearly Snyder fans. Yeah, they would not be able to do anything about winning an SAC unless Snyder does the work for them here against Bishop Lures. So Snyder decides they're going to go ahead and punt. They're going to try to pin Bishop oh. Lures deep and a nice kick. Telemantes drops this in inside the five-yard line. It's going to be downed somewhere near the uh, the four-yard line. So tough field position for Bishop Lures, but the Knights still in this one with a quarter to play. It's 21 to eight, and uh, really. We've seen this Lures offense that came in averaging 47.6 points per game. So efficient all season long. They've scored 38-plus every game this year. In fact, they've scored 41-plus the last seven. The only team to hold them under 40 was Carroll in week one. Right, right. And they won that game. 
Yeah, and that and was the ball game. Got eight points early fourth quarter. What a job by the Snyder defense. Yeah, they've they've challenged their front seven guys, six guys, I'm sure, all week. Here is Hale on the run and kind of gets a, hit on the far side. Kind of looked like a little bit of trickery, like a direct snap to him. Well, that's what I'm trying to see. It's over on the far side, and there's the glare on the window, a, a film on the window, so it's hard to see. But I have a two-yard gain. I have no excuse tonight. I busted out my new glasses for tonight, and I still can't see. <laughs> So it is now a second down. We'll call it eight to go after a two-yard pickup of first down. Here comes Sir Hale following the right side of the line. Stood up after a gain of a couple and pushed the other way. Snyder came up with their linebackers, filled the hole nicely. And good form tackle by the Snyder Panthers. That technique, something you would expect from a team that is so well-coached and has been well-coached over the years. Ends up going for a gain of about four. So it's third down and three. They've gotten it out to the 14-yard line. Shotgun, and there's movement at the line of scrimmage, and this one is going to be called against the Bishop Lewis Knights. Yeah. They'll get marched back five yards, make this third down conversion even that much more difficult. Yeah, Moon was kind of moving around a little bit, and he got the tackle to kind of flinch, and huge penalty because it went from a manageable to a long situation and in bad field conditions. Ten and a half minutes remaining here. Snyder, 21, Lures 8. Knights facing third down and 8 from their own 9-yard line. Shotgun snap for Carson Clark. Drops back, looks to throw over the middle, and he's going to throw deep on the out oh. route to Brody Glenn, and it's over his head incomplete. Well, that's about the first time we saw Glenn get space and be a target for Carson Clark tonight, but the pass too high and incomplete, and it's going to bring up a fourth down, and it's going to force Bishop Lewers to punt the ball to Snyder with 10-14 left, and Snyder leading at 21-8. to Yeah, good decision by Coach Tipman playing the field position game with a defense that's played really well tonight. They get a big stop, and now they're going to get great field position. Brody Glenn will also punt for the Bishop Lures Knights. Here comes some pressure. Glenn gets it away. Not a bad punt. High hanging kick that will bounce near midfield and take a nice Bishop Lures roll into Snyder territory. Inside the 45, it's ruled dead at the 44. So that is uh, a 47-yard kick with no return, and Snyder will start from their own 44-yard line, leading at 21-8 over Bishop Lures. Now the scenario starting to become clear for tonight. Carroll is going to win the football game against Wayne, so that part of the equation has been taken care of. So now what it means is if Lures wins and comes from behind here, Lures wins the title outright. If Snyder wins at this point, we're going to have a tri-championship. Yeah, and you know, all three of them are pretty well even in terms of what they display on the field. Attention to detail. We're going to see a lot of brown here again. 
Tyrese Brown in the backfield, gets the handoff. He's met in the backfield, thrown down. Trying to see if that's Linker. Somebody got through a gap. And they've got so much brown and mud on their uniform, we can't tell who it was that got into the backfield, but they wrapped up Tyrese Brown for a three-yard loss back at the 41. Yeah, I couldn't. Uh, it looked like 32, but I wasn't positive. But that was a phenomenal football play. Yeah, just trying to see what part of the field they came from. Here's another handoff, Tyrese Brown. Again, he's met at the line of scrimmage and pushed backward. Well, Snyder has been successful running the football, but right now Lures knows Snyder's going to run the football. And they're stuffing the box, getting the extra numbers up there. And taking advantage. That's a no-game play. Still at the 41-yard line where it's third and 13. Yeah, they put themselves in a great position here defensively. Good. Luke Hopper come up with a play for the Panthers to get a first down on this third and 13. He drops in the pocket. He's going deep. And in one-on-one -on -one coverage. Up and intercepted by Bishop Lewers. got inside position and went up and picked it off. You know, that's on that one there. It's, you want, don't want to say that there's a, ever a good interception, but that almost served as a punt in the situation that they were in. And so it ends up being back trying to see where they're sitting the football. I think it's around the 21-yard line. <laughs> Your guess is as good as... Oh, I was just going to say, you've got some good eyesight because that's a, that's a uh, tough maybe, angle. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's out near the 23. So it is first and 10 for Bishop Lures. They'll set up a wide receiver. Double pass. Screen, and it's a double pass. Glenn throwing deep. Got a man back here. Caught out of midfield inside the 40. To the Snyder 36-yard line. The pass... Completed to McIntyre, who made the kill pass. And it's first and ten lures at the Snyder 35. Man in motion across the formation. McIntyre, handoff, goes to the running back. Oh, nice cut. And Sir Hale, nice cut, stays on his feet in the near sideline, and he's inside the 20, down to close to the 15. season. Sir Hale, the 5'755 pound senior running back, gives Lures a first and 10 at the Snyder 16-yard line. Lures running their power game there. From the right hash, they'll give it oh. to the running back and uh, down after a very short gain. And I don't think that was Hale with the carry. I thought that might have been is that Doty? That yeah. Carry? It looked. Devon Doty. Yeah, it looked exactly like Doty. So, uh, second down and 10 after the no game. So it's going to be Lures needing a score here. They're down 21 to 8 with 7:40 and the clock running. Kind of a bunch formation here. From near the 15-yard line, a drop back for Clark. He's got time. He'll throw to the end zone, and 
and it is almost intercepted. He underthrew it again. And it was closer to being intercepted than completed. He had uh, the short route over here wide open because the corner and safety went to Glenn. And he had a short throw right over here on the boundary. If he'd have gotten it over that defender, Glenn had a couple of right. yards of space behind him that he could have completed it. So a miss for Carson Clark. And now it's third down and 10 from near the 15. A drop back for Clark, looking from the pocket. The lefty will roll to his left to escape some pressure. Keeps rolling and now dumps it off late. He almost had it picked off again Wow! over on that far sideline. And he did that once where he rolled to his left. And then I don't know if he's exactly what the purpose <laughs> of that throw is, but he right. throws it almost at the feet of a defender. And the one time they went down and intercepted it, yeah. Clark's been picked three times tonight. And that time it was almost intercepted again. Had he really just kind of tucked the ball and ran vertically, he would have had some yardage, but he got flushed, and the Snyder Panther defender was right on him. Now a fourth down and 10. 14-yard line of Snyder. Lures down 21 to 8 with just over seven minutes left, and a timeout's going to be called by Snyder defensively. That's their second one, so they're really burning some timeouts here. 7-18 to play in this one. Snyder 21, Lures 8. Knights facing 4th and 10 will come back. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Dealing with joint pains, sprains, strains, or back pain? Make the Parkview Ortho Express Walk-In Clinic your first stop when you have an orthopedic or sports injury. Located at the Sport One Parkview Fieldhouse, Ortho Express has specialized orthopedic physicians on staff when you need it most. Get x-rays, treatment, and referrals to Parkview Care, all in the convenience of a walk-in clinic. You can even see ortho providers virtually through the Parkview MyChart Virtual Walk-In Clinic. Ortho Express is open Monday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Friday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call 260-266-4007 for more. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. It is fourth down and ten for the Bishop Lewis Knights who trail the Snyder Panthers 21-8 to with 7-18 remaining here at Lewis Field. After the game, join us for the Indiana Physical Therapy post-game show live from the Southgate Pizza Hut. I'll be over there joining Caleb Hatch with scores of area games tonight. Carroll was up late third quarter, 38 to nothing over the Wayne Generals. Here we go, fourth down for Lures. Could be the ball game hanging in the balance. Clark going to drop back, look to throw, and he does, near side. It's caught at the 10 to the 5 and then knocked out of bounds. Boy, it's going to be, be close. Or be just short. He got a nice spot. He's no. a yard short at the 6. He's one yard short of the first down. Needed 10, got 9, and Hale got knocked out of bounds before he got the extra yard that he needed to make it a first and goal, and this will give it to the Snyder Panthers. Well, that was a quick decision by the official, too. Well, the, the marker, I believe, is real close to the, the 15 or just in, or the 5 or just inside the 5, and he got knocked out at about the 6. So yeah. it didn't take much for that official in the near sideline to make the call with the chains all the way over on the far sideline. Yeah, congratulations to the Leo Lions back-to-back 
And he ate champions with a 14 to nothing win over DeKalb. Hand off. Here comes Tyrese Brown bouncing it to the left. He got it out to about the 10 and then stacked up, stayed in bounds. Clock will continue to run. 6.55 remaining. 21 to 8. Snyder the lead. Got a surprise 14 to nothing for Leo. Yeah, they were playing on a pretty sloppy surface like we were here tonight, so it probably uh, helped the DeKalb Barons keep them a little bit in check, but uh, we'll get a chance to see them next week up at the East Noble. Second down, about six. Here's a throw to the right flat. Caught and then immediately knocked down out at about the... Uh, Help me here, Shannon. 17-yard line? Yes, sir. Somewhere in that vicinity? Right in that vicinity. Really nice third play. Down and third down and two. They threw it on an out route in the flat. So kind of surprised that they threw the football. But with the completion <laughs> and staying in bounds, the clock keeps running. Yeah, I, I was like you. I was surprised to see the ball in the air. Now it is a third down, two to go from about the 17 Correction, that's the 13 or 14-yard line. So from the 14-yard line, it is third down, about two to go. Snyder lines up. Quarterback is Luke Hopper, and the give is to Tyrese Brown. Hit wow. at the 15, and he's going to be pushed backwards and not get it. It's going to bring up a fourth down and one, and I don't think there's going to be any question here that Coach Kurt Tippman is going to punt the football away. The way his defense has been playing, you can't take a chance on not getting a fourth and one from deep in your own end, and so the punt unit comes on for Snyder, and Lewis will get the ball back. Good job by the Knights defense. Yeah, and Bishop Lures, I think, is a man short because the wideout out here is uncovered. Talamantes will kick it, and the punt's away. It's a short kick. It's going to bounce only at the 35 and then roll dead out at the 40. And we got a flag up here down by the where the ball was snapped. And, boy, if this is on Lures, it's going to give Snyder a cheap first down. with the officials. Yeah, the, the kick only made it to the 40-yard line. Oh, they picked it up. They wave it off. So, no penalty. So, Lures gets the start in Snyder territory at the Panthers' 40-yard line. First and 10. Yeah, Lures has had their chances in the second half, especially here in the fourth quarter. But it's resulted in a punt and of missing a fourth down opportunity from the right hash Carson Clark lines his offense up going left to right and a low snap handled throw near sideline and the receiver never got turned around oh yeah and they then got a late hit hitting a defenseless receiver and that's going to draw a flag the late flag comes in but that's going to add 15 after the end of the play and put the ball down to the 25-yard line. Personal foul called against the Snyder Panthers safety who came over a little late and popped Antoine Lake. Yeah, and Lake really wasn't even looking for the football, which he needed to be because that's a, kind of like a fade route. 
Well, I think the timing of it is when he gets behind the corner, try to get it to him in that space before the safety comes over. But yeah, like like you said, he got into that that gap and right. then just never turned his head. But it's still 15 yards marched off against the Panthers. So it's first and 10 for Lures at the Snyder 25. Clark will drop back in the pocket, look to throw deep over the middle, going for the touchdown, and he overshot his man. Tried to get it to McInturf, who dove for it, but came up just short. And it's going to bring up a second down and 10. Boy, he had he, his shot there, didn't he? Yeah, and he looked off the uh, the deep safety because he looked to the sideline and then at the last minute looked back over the middle thinking that maybe he had freed up McInturf. And I, I thought he did. I thought McInturf did get open, but he just threw it about three yards too far. Second down, 10. McInturf in motion, right to left. And on the counter, they'll give it to Hale. Hale trying to find running room, coming to the right side. The short side of the field doesn't find a lot, but he does get it inside the 25. And uh, it's going to bring up now a third down, and we'll call it six to go for Bishop Lures. They're just outside the red zone with four and a half minutes left. Now 21 to eight to the Snyder Panthers. Yeah, I want to see that delayed draw here, maybe. Ball is on the right hash. Carson Clark drops back. He's going to look to throw from the pocket. Throws to the end zone. Got it. Brody Glenn high upstairs makes the catch. And Brody Glenn has made it a one-score game on a beautiful catch on a throw from Carson Clark. Wow. I just, that's kind of just wow <laughs> on that throw. At the goal line, he just went up, out, jumped the defender, and he caught that with his fingernails uh, <laughs> at the very peak of his jump. That was from the... Literally, I don't think you could say he caught that with his hands. He caught that with fingers or fingernails because it it was too high to hit hands. What a play, what a catch by Brody Glenn. And now the extra point could make this a six-point game. They set the kick. It's high and good. What a finish we've got coming. Remember, Lures has pulled off a couple of big wins earlier this year, including that crazy finish against the Homestead Sparks. They're trying to do it again and stay perfect. They've made it a 21-15 game, still 4.06 left. High school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Let's send it back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. 
decision time for Bishop Lures, who has cut it to 21 to 15. We've got 4.06 remaining, and they'll set up for the kickoff. The question and the decision, Shannon, do you go onside kick or trust your defense here? Well, they've got three timeouts left, and I would think that, you know, this may be a good time to try something like that or a really hard squib. Snyder does have players cheating up close. Only three that are lined up inside their own 40 for this return. Here is the boot, and it's a deep kick. It's going to come all the way back to about the five. Returnable up the middle of the field and knocked down at about the 24, maybe the 25-yard line. So good coverage on the deep kick. McInturf was the one who made the tackle. And so you've got Snyder first and 10. And, you know, the, the question, you know Lures is going to line up and they're going to come after Tyrese Brown. Do you dare go play action and try to go for a dagger? Yeah. And, you know, Lures, I believe, still has all three of their timeouts. Snyder only one. As they took two timeouts, you know, early in the fourth quarter there. 3.59 remains here at Lures Field. The Lures fans are into this one. 21-15. First and 10 Panthers. Here comes the blitz, the give to the running back. And that's Lavelle who brings it near side. And he puts the pads down and pops right through a tackler and took it for about an extra three yards after contact for a seven or eight yard game that was a 31. That was almost disaster again on the handoff. I thought that was Lavelle who's now in the I tried to check the number. Yes. I don't know if it's Tyrese Brown or if it's Lavelle this time. It is Lavelle, yes. But here, you guarantee they're going to take all the clock they can here. He's going to snap this ball with about two seconds left on the play clock. It is second down and three. At quarterback, Luke Hoffert lines up for the left hash. He'll give it to Lavelle. Falls the right side of the line. He keeps his feet moving and has first down yardage across the 35. He's out to the 38. Seven-yard gain, and that is just a surge from the right side of the offensive line, including Aiden Pels and Jordan Chevalier. Kind of interesting that they put Lavelle in there, whether it was something, you know, his turn in the in the rotational aspect of it, but that shows you how much confidence Coach Tipman has in him. First and 10, Panthers were under three minutes to play. Snyder leads 21-15, first and down, first down at their own 38-yard line. Coming this side, it's Lavelle, and he'll take it across the 45 and fall forward, leaving it just two yards, two yards short of the first down. An eight-yard gain for Langston Lavelle. Yeah, he's, uh, again, he's a hard runner. Does have a, probably a little bit more speed than Brown does. Now, this is a tough decision. Second down and short, which means Lure's not taking a timeout here. They want to see the result of the second down play. Right. But you're down to just over two minutes left in this football game. Lure's is going to have to start using their timeouts. Second down, a short three. And right up the middle, Lavelle. First down, Lavelle still on his feet. Get out of the 40, way. <laughs> 35. And here comes the defense. 
defenders, and Nick Thompson will throw down Lavelle, but not before Langston Lavelle got to the 35-yard line of Lures. Big carry, big run, and Snyder putting this away, creating seams up front for not Tyrese Brown, but Langston Lavelle, and I think Tyrese Brown just re-entered the yeah, game, and Lavelle yeah. will now get a break. Well, that was a great run by Lavelle, and he was he got so frustrated with the, one of his blockers, he just kind of threw him out of the way, but huge, huge play. Lures may have to force a turnover out of Snyder. Minute 45, clock's running, first and 10 Panthers at the 35 of Lures. Up the middle, Tyrese Brown, nobody's going to touch him! 10, 5, touchdown Tyrese Brown! And Snyder may have just sealed the deal to make it tri-champions in the SAC. With a minute 34 remaining, Snyder goes back up by two scores. Tyrese Brown just exploded up the middle and took it the distance to make it 27 to 15 Panthers and on to try the extra point is Brian Peterson. And again, Snyder has the response to a Bishop Lewers score. Well, Lewers had to take a gamble there and they brought some of their pressure. And once you do that and he splits it, there's no one there to stop him. Snap high, the set late and the kick blocked. Pick it up. Everything kind of out of joints there. It was a high snap, which threw off the timing. The holder handled it okay, but it just took the extra time to get it down, and uh, the kick ended up being blocked up front by Bishop Lewers. So now the Knights down by two scores. It's pretty clear, Shannon. If Lures is going to have a chance to win this football game, a quick score and an onside kick recovery. Yep, and they still have three timeouts, so they can, you know, that extends their time here a little bit, but you're right. They're going to have to figure out a way to speed up the tempo and get a quick score and then hopefully get an onside kick. Coming up after the game will be at the Southgate Pizza Hut for the Indiana Physical Therapy postgame show. Caleb Hatch standing by. He'll give us scores of all our area games, and we continue to monitor what's happening out northwest. It's over out at Carroll, and the Carroll Chargers impressively over Wayne, 59 to nothing. They definitely wanted to leave no doubt tonight that if there was any part of sharing the SAC title, they wanted to be the first in line to claim their their part of it, and it would be the first part of any kind for Carroll in SAC football. Yeah, and that uh, they just took care of a business tonight, and that's what a good team does. And congratulations for their finish and heading into next week, a couple weeks here for their start in the tourney. So now the Snyder Panthers are going to kick it off and send it to Bishop Lures. Minute 34 remains in this one. A squib kick, and it's jumped on by Lures around the 32-yard line. So on comes the Knights' offense. Carson Clark's had kind of a tough night. And intercepted, I believe, three times tonight. He'll come on along with... Brody Glenn and Antoine Lake, the wideouts. Sir Hale, the running back. 
Minute 34 left. Lures with all three timeouts, but they're down by 12. First and 10 from their own 33-yard line. Shotgun snap, middle of the field to Clark. Clark drops, looks left, throws, and it's high, it's tipped, and what was the end result? I believe it was caught. Yeah, that was sure who caught it. But it's uh, a seven-yard gain, second down and three, just outside the 40. Low snap, but Clark handles it, and he'll give on the delay draw. Hale with running room up the middle of the field. Plays off a block at the 45, and then finally hit and knocked down at the 49-yard line. So it's a first down for Bishop Lewers, but that clock's going to continue to run with a minute four on it. Lewers deciding not to use their timeouts yet. They're down 12. The clock goes under a minute to play. Near sideline. Pass up for grabs, and Brody Glenn has it knocked away by the defender. And a good breakup that time by Snyder's safety. And uh, looked like Quincy Myatt, who knocked it away. And so it's a second down and 10. Yeah, good play there by the safety. Knights, their own 48, drop back, Clark, little dump off over the middle, it's caught by Jaden Hill, he'll get inside the Snyder 45 to the 44, but that's a gain of only 6 or 7 yards and a quick timeout by Bishop Lewers with 44 seconds left. Yeah, Snyder's playing just rushing 3, dropping 8, they've got their safeties and corners real deep, let them have that. And Try to keep the play toward the middle of the field and then come up and make the tackle. Keep the ball in bounds and, you know, force them to use their timeouts and but what a game again for us. I don't, you know, we've had some great, great games this year. Love seeing these kids, play. they just play so hard. That's what I love about it. They play hard and... Well, we've got just 44.8 seconds left before the regular season comes to a close. That is pretty amazing, Shannon, how quick it goes by. I know. Nine weeks of football at Bishop Lures, eight of them they spent celebrating. Yeah. This looks like it could be the first time that Lures feels what it feels like to get a loss. Third down, three to go. Shotgun snap, Clark in the pocket, drops back, looks. Now he's going to be pressured, scramble to the left, and be hit and taken down for a loss of about seven. Back at midfield, Clark goes down, and the clock is stopped with 37.6 seconds, but now Bishop Lewers faces a fourth and almost ten. We'll call it fourth and nine. And the season, at least... The chance to win a solo SAC championship hangs in the balance of this play. Yeah, that was a nice play by Keel. He just, you know, defeated, defeated the offensive lineman and, you know, chased uh, Clark down. And again, like you said, seems like yesterday, last week we were just calling the Lewis Carroll game. <laughs> Lincoln, it's that was where we started. Here is where we ended. And basically those two games.
and the one that we did in week two with Snyder versus Carroll. Those are the three games decided what we're going to end up with, I think, in the SAC. Yeah, that's right. We had Lures beating Carroll in week one, Carroll beating Snyder in week two, and now we've got Snyder on the cusp of beating Lures here in week nine. And we've been at all of them. Fourth down play. Drop back Clark. Here comes a blitz. Clark has to escape. Late throw far sideline. And I think they might give him the catch, but he's short by a couple yards. Yeah. He got knocked out of bounds two yards short of the first down. So they completed the catch, I think, to Antoine Lake on that far side. But it's going to be a turnover on downs. Snyder now starts to celebrate across the way. The Snyder Panthers by their own admission, didn't live up to Snyder's standards a year ago. And Kurt, Kurt Tippett said it led to perhaps the best offseason he's had in some time. And he said these kids were committed. They were committed to being a little, a little better. They didn't like the results they had. And uh, he felt like it was going to lead to something this year. And now we're seeing the results. Yeah, it is. It is 30 seconds to play and a knee for Snyder. And Coach Kyle Lindsay is just going to let the clock run. That's going to be the final play of the football game. Nobody needs to snap it from here. And so with 17 seconds, it will continue to tick. Players on the field congratulating each other because they both have shared an SAC title. Snyder wins the game, but they tie as far as the war. <laughs> For Bishop Lures, it's a part of an SAC championship, and it's the first loss of the season for the number one ranked team in Class 2A. The Snyder Panthers have come to Lures Field and defeated the Bishop Lures Knights 27 to 15. Shannon, the game basically played out like we expected. With tough conditions, Snyder might have the advantage of being able to pound this football on the ground and run on the shoulders of Tyrese Brown, and they did that. They, they had a couple of long, sustained drives. Kept the ball away from the Lures offense, and the Lures offense just never got into a good rhythm tonight. Right. Carson Clark didn't have his best night, and it, it led to a disappointing night offensively. The first night this year that Lures hasn't scored at least 38 points, and the first time in the last seven weeks they haven't scored in the 40s. But... You know, in, in some ways, and I know coaches don't like to admit they, they like losing, mm -hmm. but in some ways, this might be a good thing long-term for Bishop Lewis as they head into the tournament yeah, next week. Yeah, no question. I mean, I think you'd look at it, and I'm, I'm watching these kids come across the field and shake hands, and the sportsmanship that's being displayed is quite remarkable because they tell you can tell they have a lot of respect for each other, including the coaching staffs. But you're right, they're going to learn a lot from this game they're going to learn a lot from the film. Carson Clark's going to learn a lot because there's a kid that's had a pretty 
simplistic year and a lot of success throwing the football, and tonight he made some critical errors, especially there in the first half when they had the ball down here and threw into coverage and had the interception. So you're right. This this, this game will serve its purpose as they look to go to you know play Fairfield in, uh, next week. And congratulations to Doug Dynan and the Carroll Chargers. They now know what it feels like to sip from the victory bell. I would say the cup, but if you have to <laughs> <laughs> it upside down maybe to be able to sip from the bell. But they, they know what it's like now to be part of an SAC championship. Carroll, the third team that is claiming a, uh, a tie atop the SAC standings. And since Carroll was able to beat Snyder but lost in week one to Lures, Carroll basically had their fate decided two weeks into the season. Yeah. <laughs> Podcasts by Federated Media.